Jen McGraw, Jason Joseph. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus, but you know, everyone's doing their own thing. Everyone's pretty busy, and I'm proud of every single one of you guys, Jen and Jason. It's been awesome seeing what you guys have been up to, but we had to hop on, do an instant reaction. We found, found some time in the middle of the night to record this episode for you guys, so we're ready to go. And obviously, I think you could tell by all of our hats and what we're wearing tonight. We got Eagles, we got Phillies to talk about, but we got to start with the Fightings. How can we not start with the Fighting Phils? Um, they have been unbelievable. This is after game one. This is recording after game one of the NLDS where the Phillies won seven to six. They had to make it easy in the ninth inning. Zach Eflin giving up that three-run shot, but hey, they got it done. They're in the lead and in command right now of the National League Division Series. And Jen, I'll go to you first. Uh, I, I've just been so excited to watch playoff and winning baseball so far. Um, it's, it's a long time coming. September, I was getting so frustrated. Jason was, I know he was as well uh, with this team. We thought, hey, is this going to be another September collapse? No, it wasn't. They found a way to get into the playoffs, and they're making the most of it so far. Jen, just your instant reaction, your thoughts on how the Phillies have been playing and how they've and and how they've just opened everyone's eyes in the baseball world. Say, hey, they're here. They're in the playoffs this year. Yeah, I mean, I was talking with Rob Motti earlier, who's obviously an AP NFL writer, which I'll get into, but um, he and I were talking and, you know, it's been 10 years and you took the words right out of my mouth. It's been a long time coming to Citizens Bank Park eventually, uh, you know, coming Friday, but um, just seeing the Phillies get right at the right time for the playoffs. Cause I know last year that they tried to get right at the right time and it didn't end up working out, but that's in the past because right now, like I said, we've got playoff baseball. I'm super excited just to see them getting hot. And, you know, I, I work with Beck QL and there's a lot of people that are saying like, you know, don't, don't think about the Phillies, you know, let's worry about the Astros and the Braves and stuff, but like, can't count out the Phillies. And I mean, that's just what we saw today. Uh, obviously, there's been a, a, a lot going into this game today. Uh, it was a, a little nerve wracking at times as, it was, I was, as I was seeing, but the Phillies ended up getting it done. And that's what matters most. Yeah, I'm with you, Jen. I'm definitely with you, Jason. Uh, listen, we finally have playoff baseball back here in Philadelphia. The Phillies have clinched a total of two home playoff games. No doubt they're going to get at least two home playoff games this year. Um, Jason, just uh, I, I just got to hear, what, what are you thinking? How are you feeling about this team? If you were to ask me two weeks ago, I probably would have told you that I feel so shitty about this team because what they were putting on full display was flat-out garbage. The, the thing that really stood out to me is – the fact that Kyle Schwarber, right, heads into game two of that Washington National Series. They get swept by the Chicago Cubs. They lose out on six games during that big nine-game stretch that they had with Atlanta, Toronto, and Atlanta again. And I thought, okay, how are they going to respond? Not only did they take care of business against the Nationals, but in that game one against Houston, the game that they clinched, Aaron Nola was sensational. Kyle Schwarber said. And we know that in baseball, 
it's different than basketball than, and also in football. You have to get hot at the right time. And the Phillies have been able to do that. They played spoiler, I believe, against the St. Louis Cardinals. And they came back in that ninth inning. They scored those six runs. And then in that second game, Nola was absolutely sensational once again. And Alec Baum, throughout these first three playoff games, has been spectacular. Absolutely spectacular. On both sides of the diamond. With the gold glove, if you were to tell me that Alec Bohm would have out-defended, if that's even a term, Nolan Arenado, I would have I would have laughed at you. But Nick Castellanos in this game, it was really nice to see the big bats step up, and they didn't necessarily rely on the starting pitching. I know I'm, like, all over the place, but that's just because we haven't talked in so long. But I, I just have all these emotions, and I tweeted out earlier today, that watching every Phillies playoff game is like watching every new episode of season four of Stranger Things because it just gets better and better and better. The only difference is that when you're watching baseball, you got to watch it live, right? Like, you know, you, uh, I mean, that's just how it goes. That's just how sports goes. But, no, I'm really proud of this team. I'm proud of Rob Thompson. I think that he totally outcoached um, Ali Marmel against the St. Louis Cardinals. And he kind of carried that momentum into this game. Now, the now I'm curious to see in who do you go to in the bullpen now that you don't have David Robertson available? What's going to happen with Zach Evans? And I think that those are questions that we kind of have to think about going into game two. Because let's be realistic: the Phillies were up seven to one. As as great as this win was, they're up seven to one. And yet they cut it down to a seven to six game. So that means that the Braves showed their prowess. They showed that they're here to make it a series and they got it. The Phillies just have to keep their foot on the gas pedal. Yeah. Listen, Jason, you hit a ton of great points right there. I mean, and you have to go back to topper real quick because he earned a new two year contract. The interim tag is removed as Dave Dombrowski uh, called the commissioner's office. And I had a conversation uh, with Ricky Ricardo. We had, we had us on air a few weeks ago. I, I maybe even a month ago now at this point, why not just remove the interim tag now? Like, and this was, you know, back early September, end of August, um, they had obviously their stipulations in place. Um, you know, you have to go through certain uh, interviews with, with minority candidates as well. But I mean, it would be a sham. You know that Rob Thompson is going to get the job. It's, it just makes sense that, you, you know, you can't you cannot, you know, go above and beyond and, and go look for other candidates. You know, Rob Thompson, he did what he had to do. So, you know, he gets the two-year contract, the commissioner's office grant the Phillies the opportunity to give him and remove that title with that new contract. Totally deserved by Rob Thompson. He's done a tremendous job uh, for the Philadelphia Phillies uh, this season. And, you know, going back to Alec Bohm as well, Jason, he is a guy that I, I talked about on Total Sports Live podcast about a week ago. He was going to be the X factor heading into the playoffs and this series. So I, I'm very, 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 very uh, excited about this Philly team going forward. And, and Jen, I'll just I'll throw it over to you. I mean, what are your thoughts so far as the Phillies, they move on, they move closer and just having Rob Thompson at the helm? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, real, real quick, I do want to I do want to mention something from earlier from the uh, the reactions that catch by Castellanos. I yes. mean, I know I'm more Game I know I'm more of a, a football person, and I'm I'm starting to you know I'm still four for four for Philly, of course, but starting to get more into baseball. But when he made that catch, I was so quick to jump up <laughs> and just like. exactly exactly (laughs) uh just that game that game winning catch of course um you know as i was actually mentioning with jason uh a couple months back on his on his podcast with um the the podcast that you're on can't quite remember the app so you'll have to you'll have to throw it my way but um Colorcast. um i i was talking with you and i was like you you brought up jason that you know a, a baseball and let alone any guy who's in sports or any girl who's in sports somebody who's managing a team needs to have passion for the game and if they don't have passion for the game and what they're doing then they're it's not going to be a winning team you're not going to have great team culture i mean look at what's happening you know with the eagles look at what's happening with the phillies so I had mentioned to you, I was like, if the Phillies can keep this up with the culture and with the past, obviously the Rob Thompson for just establishing, you know, the situation that had happened um, and turning it around and getting, like I said, like I keep going back to, and like you keep going back to Jason, just getting hot and going on these win streaks and just turning this whole season around, you got to definitely give credit to the guy who starts with it, which is Rob Thompson, a guy who has complete passion for the team and for the game. Yeah. And Jen, I mean, this is someone who's been a baseball lifer, spent a lot of time in the New York Yankees organization, spent time in the minor leagues. He is someone that's been around the game and finally got that opportunity. And Dave Dombrowski, um, you know, a, a day or two, I guess a day ago now, um, in the first press conference after giving him the contract, said he might not have ever gotten this chance if they didn't make the switch midseason. So, you know, you find out what you have. You had a hidden gem as the bench coach of the Philadelphia Phillies these past few seasons with Joe Girardi. I believe he came in with Gabe Kapler as well. So, I mean, you have a hidden gem right there with Rob Thompson. He's done a great job of managing this team and, you know, bringing a calming presence to that clubhouse because Joe Girardi he just he lost it he was just kind of moping around didn't seem like a full engaged leader of men in that locker room and now you have that in Rob Thompson he kind of is very laid back and the players have responded so well to it and Jason I'll let you have the final word as we wrap up our Phillies talk because I I mean we could go on and on but we have to get to the football team as well. I want to talk a little bit about the starting pitching today because I know that Ranger didn't have his best stuff, but I got to tell you, when you go to Atlanta in game one, it's a hostile environment, first of all. You hear the tomahawk going, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're playing like one of your biggest rivals, and you have bases loaded in the bottom of the first inning, and you get, and you get, um, you know, Contreras to ground into that double play. Contreras has hit three home runs off of you. Like, you know, like let that sink in. He won that battle and he fought through so much adversity. I know that he didn't go deep today. I know that he gave up a lot of walks, but I really thought that his energy, his composure, and the way that he just utilized that strike zone when it really mattered, that really helped the team. And I think that the bullpen overall, besides Brogdon, besides Eflin, with Alvarado, with Sir Anthony Dominguez, oh my gosh. Like, I, I really thought that the bullpen did their 
hundred miles per hour fast or, or well, it was even a fastball. I think it was a slider with the way that it was sliding down in that second at bat to Travis Darno. But man, that was filthy. And especially when a guy like David So that was great for him. You know, I think that the Paul Goldschmidt strikeout and, and the Nolan Arenado strikeout has helped him find his groove once again. And, and uh, that's a really big key component going forward for the Phillies. And Bryce Harper, you know, a guy that has, you know, is going to be a Philly for life for the next 13 years. He was ice cold for a really long time in September, and he's finally finding this groove. He had the big home run in that first inning in game two of the wild card series. And now in game one, you know, he gets three hits. I can't go unnoticed either. Yeah, Jason, I, I do agree with, with a lot you're saying. I mean, you had Ranger Suarez, who was unbelievable today. You know, he worked out of a ton of jams, did not have his best stuff, and he was able to work his way out. You would like him to go a little bit longer, but you have to give credit to the bullpen. Alvarado was great. Dominguez was great. Brogdon, he's had trouble his last couple of, couple of times out, especially in the month of September. And then you go, you go towards – uh, Eflin in the bullpen. I don't know if you can make him the closer. I really don't know if he can be the closer going forward. You can get innings out of him, but we're going to have to see, uh, you know, him in that situation again and, and if he can come through. But, you know, th this Phillies team, they're on their way and they're doing a great job, a great, great job uh, of finding ways to win. And, and that's what matters. But I want to move to the football team. They're also finding ways to win, Jen. Uh, listen, the Eagles, 5-0. and looking to take on the Dallas Cowboys coming up in week six. I mean, you got to be impressed with Jalen Hurts. Oh, absolutely. I am so, so happy. I want to, I want to, let me start and backtrack a little bit. So before the season, I was like, okay, this, the schedule looks pretty easy. There's no reason why the Eagles shouldn't go five and zero. But I did not think that they would actually go 5-0, and oh, and now here we are. So you got to give, first of all, a lot of credit to Jalen Hurts. I just love, after every press conference, first of all, he's like, you know, we didn't play to our standard, but here they are, you know, 5-0. and oh, And he doesn't even like the fact that they say 5-0. and oh, It's just, you know, a win each week. So I just love the fact that starts with him, obviously starts with Sirianni. Um, and just having, establishing that good culture, that good kind of uh, mindset to have is first of all, so important because the mental aspect of any sport, let alone football is, you know, like 80, 20. So it's really cool to see uh, just having that kind of turned around mindset and just buckling down and getting to work there. That being said, them being five and zero just makes me so happy, but also so anxious. You know, it's my personality because I, it's inevitable that the Eagles are going to lose at some point. Let's hope it's not this weekend because a lose or a loss to Dallas would hurt a little more than usual. But I don't see that being the issue in my honest opinion. Um, so I just, I love what I see from the Eagles so far. Yes, there's a couple of mistakes. Yeah, there's a couple of things I need to tweak, but all in all, they completely, completely did a 180 from where they were last season. Yeah, I, I mean, this this team is dominant. They're the best team in football. Um, and I guess the best division in football, who would have thought the NFC East would be this good um, with a lot of teams with only one loss or no losses. And then, you know, down in Washington, Commander Carson have a lot of trouble, uh, especially. We don't have to worry about them. Yeah, especially the coach, uh, Ron <laughs> Rivera. 
uh, calling him out as well. So uh, a lot of trouble yeah. down there. But Jason, um, just what have you seen from this Eagles team? Defensively, they've been much better. They've kept this team in games. And, you know, Jalen Hurts, he's taking that step forward. Am I wrong? You're not wrong at all. I look at the growth from week one all the way till now. The offense was there week one. There was no question about it. Jalen Hurts did an awesome job running the football. Also made the, you know, the correct passes at the right times. The one thing that we talked a lot about him last year is what what's he going to do when he has to escape the pocket? He can't always run the ball. He has to try, you know, to, to make better passes while he's on the move. And he's been doing that. You can definitely tell that during the offseason that he looks a lot stronger, he, you know, physically speaking, and even mentally. And he is just locked in right now. The one thing that I love about this team and the Phillies right now is that, you know, every single player is locked in. They're not satisfied. And, you know, like, they just, like, want to grow. They want to get better. And you can tell, even from Jalen Hurts' perspective, that he's in that mindset. And I really like that. As far as this weekend goes, this is going to be a really big test for the Eagles. And I think that we've been saying that for a little bit of time, you know, when they played against the Vikings and when they had a couple other games, you know, that, you know, that were even in between this Arizona game, which was a trap game, if, if we're being really honest with ourselves. I do feel like Nick Sirianni was kind of overlooking, you know, the Dallas game that, that was in two weeks and not focusing as much on Kyler Murray and the, and the Arizona Cardinals, but they pulled out with the win. And they milked the clock at the end, and they were able to just get the job done. It did take, you know, a missed field goal. But honestly, they did everything that they possibly could at the end, and I thought Jalen Hurts was, was great. But going into this weekend, you're going you're gonna to have to go up against Micah Parsons and D-Law and that defensive line. You know, Kelsey, I don't know what type of Kelsey we're going to get. Maialata might still be out. That could be something to look out for. And that's something that I did want to point out. But I do think that the Eagles absolutely have a shot at getting it done. It's going to be a great environment on Sunday night, you know, at the link. I'm all for it. And uh, I can't wait. The vibes right now in Philadelphia are unmatched. This is, it, I, it has not, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it has felt, like this in my lifetime i you know we have the eagles going five and oh to start the season the phillies are red hot the sixers a lot of excitement as their season gets going philadelphia union they're they've had a really good year as well yeah. you know the flyers you know they're another thing but other than that the phillies and eagles, <laughs> the phillies and eagles listen I mean, it's just awesome. It's going to be great having playoff baseball back at Citizens Bank Park for at least two games. It might be the NLDS. It could be heading into the next series. We don't know. We'll find out. But, um, no, the, the vibes are just immaculate in Philadelphia right now. And, you know, it, it's an exciting time to be a Philadelphia fan. And uh, I'll give uh, Jason one last word. And then following Jason, uh, we'll go to Jen. The other thing I wanted to mention, too, is that you know, like when you lose Jake Elliott and you have to get another kicker to come in. Kicker the kicker. Thought, kicker yes, the exactly. kicker. I thought I thought that he was big and I thought that he stepped up at the right times and he definitely put his imprints on the game, if that makes any sort of sense. He did. And Miles Sanders, I don't think that we've been talking a whole lot oh, about him. I've but, talked about him, trust me. <laughs> I just got to tell you, 
he is shutting me up. Yeah. Every single time <laughs> there's a third down, right? What does he do? He not only does he utilize his speed, but he finds the holes. He's, he's patient. finding the holes and he's pushing the offense and he's doing everything that he possibly can to really help this running game. And I've never seen it like this. And I think a lot of people expected it to be like this for years. The questions were about his health. The questions were about his growth. But I got to tell you, he has been phenomenal. Yeah, Jason, I mean, Miles Sanders has been a patient runner. He's been a smart runner this year. Um, and they've put him in positions where he he can succeed, uh, you know, utilizing his strengths, going up the middle. Um, you know, I, I've been very impressed. You know, if he can stay healthy and continue to stay healthy, you're going to get a lot of Miles Sanders, and he's going to be able to help this football team uh, tremendously. And, and just just going with the Nick Sirianni, the whole the whole vibe, the dog mentality that he's brought into this team, they're buying into it. Um, whether you think it's corny or not, you know, whatever. I mean, they, they, this team's buying into it. Uh, just like you wore the a Philly shirt the other day. Yeah, yeah. He wore <laughs> exactly. a Mike Schmidt. He wore a Mike Schmidt shirt the other day. All right, great, awesome. I, you know, I, I like it. I, he, he's definitely grown on me. I was a skeptic at first on Nick Sirianni. I, I can't lie. We have, we have the tapes to prove it here on Planet Philly. But I have really grown in, into being a big fan of Nick Sirianni because the players have bought into him, and that's all that matters. If you're buying into your head coach and his message, that, that's all that matters. And the same thing can go for the Phillies. Uh, they're buying into what Rob Thompson is selling and, and that calmness that he's brought to that locker room. Jen, on the Phillies and the Eagles, I'll give you the last word. I have to start off by saying I love the character arc that we went, had with Nick Sirianni from talking about sunflowers and plants, talking about dog mentality. It's just, you, I, love you it. love, <laughs> I love I love both messages. I mean, I love plants and I love dogs. So like, I mean, that's, that's that. I agree, um, yeah. Exactly. Uh, but I love, I think, tying into both the Phillies and the Eagles that I've seen, because like we could talk about the, all the good that the Phillies are doing, some things we need to improve on, and same thing with the Eagles. But one thing I don't think that we're talking about enough is not only are all of the players on both teams locked in, and of course, we also had, um, after the presser the other day, Bryce Harper talking about how he wanted to go home and watch the, uh, the Eagles-Cardinals game. And that just made me so happy as well. But uh, the players are having fun. I mean, we saw the other day with the series or with, you know, during the series with the Cardinals, we saw it after the game winning missed uh, kick punted field goal uh, or tipped field goal. Um, and just the players are having a lot of fun and they're still staying locked in and it just makes it really enjoyable and really fun for the fans. And I think that's just one thing that I love the most that I know we keep talking about is just it's a great time to be alive right now in Philly sports in the Philadelphia community, just because the players are having fun they're locked in, and that there's nothing else to it now I mean talking about the Eagles I know this is going to be a bold take but I am definitely not concerned with the Cowboys this weekend because <laughs> Yes, the defense is going to be a struggle, no doubt about that. And if we still have a depleted offensive line, it's definitely going to be an issue. But I think the only reason we're talking so much about the Cowboys defense is because we're not talking enough about the offense. Yes, Cooper Rush is fantastic and he's been undefeated. Uh, as a yeah, I get it. I don't Listen. know about fantastic fantastic's a strong Undef undefeated undefeated okay he, yes he's been solid not fantastic 
because fantastic would be Josh Allen, yes. Jalen Hurts, but yes. whatever. Yeah. Um, Jalen Hurts has been fantastic. Jalen Hurts, exactly, been fantastic. exactly. But we're not talking enough about the offense, and I think the Eagles defense, if they play to their strengths, can get at this Cowboys offense this weekend. So that's that on that. Um, the Eagles are the the underdogs, but obviously hungry dogs run faster. And I think the Eagles are definitely going to show off this weekend and head into the bye week six and zero. Fingers crossed. But I'm just saying. All right, Jen, you got the Eagles. Jason, do you have the Eagles or Cowboys this week? Um, I'm going to go with the Eagles just because of home field advantage. All right, love it. All right, and both of you, Phillies, do they win the series? Jen first, Jason second. Oh yes. Jason. Phillies in five. I love it. Phillies in five. Phillies in five. I got the Phillies in five. I also got the Eagles going six. And oh, it's going to be a great. However, however, go ahead. ahead, Wait, 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 wait. Hold up really quickly. If Spencer Strider doesn't pitch in game three, it's going three. Let's go. I love it. A sweep. A sweep of the freaking Braves. I love love it. it. Let's go. Let's go to NLCS. Let's go. Let's go try and win a pennant. All right. That'll do it for us here on Planet Philly. Make sure to follow Jen and Jason on Twitter at Jennifer McGraw underscore and Jason Joseph 810. And of course, at Planet Philly pod uh for for jen and jason i'm nick earnshaw thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of planet philly go phils go fightings go birds we'll see you next time